Good morning. Welcome in. Hope everybody's having a good day today. Uh, today is Monday. Uh, running right through the year. Man, we are running right through this year. So good to see everybody this morning. Hope you're doing well. Here we are, 2 Thessalonians chapter 3. Uh, hopefully going to finish this up this week. Uh, today and tomorrow, maybe. So we'll see how that turns out. All right. So uh, 1 Thessalonians 3, verses 6 through 18, and uh, that's where our focus is going to be today and tomorrow. Um, there's an interesting subject that is closing out the book of 2 Thessalonians. This uh, is a book that talks about the apostasy, the appearance of the Antichrist on the earth, and it presents some of the great glorious truths, the great doctrines of our faith. So now he comes to the concluding verses, and of all things, he talks about the matter of Christians, but he talks about the matter of Christians <coughs> um, not doing their part. So what do you think the Apostle Paul's, or why do we think the Apostle Paul's dealing with uh, this subject, right, uh, of being, being lazy, really? Uh, you have to keep in mind that Paul is responding to a series of problems that rose among the believers in Thessalonica. These are young Christians. They're very impressionable. And he just said, you know, he says, uh, you know, a series of, well, he's, he's helping them get started in their Christian life. So a series of problems rose up in the, in the middle, and Paul is dealing with these problems, and he, he touched on them in his first letter. And so now he comes again to mention them in his final letter. So among the problems he deals with is the problem of those who walk disorderly. And he mentions this twice. Uh, to walk disorderly is um, its like a soldier. It's a, it's a military word where a soldier is to walk out of step, and it means somebody who's unruly, disorderly, right? So uh, Paul points out, uh, you know, what's the difficulty with that kind of particular individual? Well, Paul points this out. He says, for we hear that there were some that walked disorderly, working not at all, but are busybodies. Um, and some members of the church of Thessalonica were guilty of this, right? They were, they were not working, but they were busy. Uh, they would put aside their labor and not be faithful in their work. And uh, somebody, somebody told a story one time. There was a man who bought a car that he could not afford because he said the Lord would come before the first payment was due and he wouldn't have to pay anything. Well, friends, we still have folks, you know, who use spiritual matters uh, to, to say to not do what needs to be done here on earth. And so one of the things we find in, in your study of the Bible is that Christian life is down to earth. It's a very down to earth way of living your life. It, <coughs> excuse me. It deals with practical matters. It deals with subjects that are very, very important. And here's one of those subjects. And the scriptures make it very clear that we should never be known as, as lazy, right? Um, you know, you make fun of it. You laugh about it. We tell different stories about it. There's a fellow who saw, you know, two guys laying in a ditch. And he says, I think I'll see which one of those is the laziest. He said to them, I have a $20 bill that I'm going to give to the one of you who's the laziest. <coughs> and uh, one of them jumped up and said, I'm your man. Give it to me. He says, nope, you're not the man. 
The other guy looked up at him and said, just roll me over and put the 20 in my right pocket. So he gave it, he gave the bill to him. That's laziness. Now, you know, you're lazy when you have to work up enough energy to take a nap, right? That's laziness. And so the book of Proverbs is filled with warnings about being a lazy person. And so there are some Proverbs, right? There's many, many verses in Proverbs. First of all, it says, slothfulness casteth into a deep sleep, and an idle soul shall suffer hunger. A slothful, lazy man hideth his hand in his bosom and will, and will, and will not so much as bring it to his mouth again. He's so lazy, he puts his hand in his coat, but he's too lazy to take it to eat. And the sluggard will not plow. <coughs> the, the sluggard will not, will not plow by reason of the cold. Therefore, shall, shall he beg in the harvest and have nothing, right? We always need to work. And for the drunkard and the glutton shall come to poverty and drowsiness shall clothe a man with rags. Okay, he's warning against this. So... Um, there are some of the old of the passages in the Old Testament book of Proverbs that warn us against this this topic of laziness, and we look specifically back at Second Thessalonians uh, chapter two, or sorry, chapter three, and see what God says, right? And how are we to deal with that? Um, well, there's a command. Number one is in verse six. You know, withdraw yourselves from every brother. Um, so. The word withdrawal means to avoid them. And it sounds kind of harsh and it's pretty strong. But what it's saying is, you know, don't be around them so they don't, don't be around that so that they will not overtake you and cause you to be lazy. <coughs> Excuse me. The truth you have to underscore in your mind is the Bible makes it clear um, that, we don't, that we don't condone somebody and allow them to go unchallenged right? God's word is very specific. One of the missing notes of the modern church um, is to deal in love with its membership when things, uh, when there are things that are, that ought not be in their lives. And so here, here he is, he is giving a word that seems to be a bit severe. The Bible says open rebuke is better than secret love. If you really love an individual and the course of action is detrimental to them, then in Christian love, you have a responsibility to deal with it. God's word is very clear. First, he says to avoid them. And so, you know, again, the word, uh, by the way, in verse six, they're not walking after the tradition which he received of us. The word tradition means teaching that, is pa that has been passed down. It means apostolic teaching, the teachings of the word of God. You know, Paul is claiming inspiration for the things he's writing in this book. In verse 12, he says, Now them that are such we command and exhort by our Lord Jesus Christ. Verse 14, If any man obey not our word by this epistle. Um, now, I don't speak that way, <laughs> right? Uh, I don't command obedience on the basis of my words. Um, but I'm speaking the words of Paul. So what was the specific command? Very simple. Um, if you're a Christian, and, and if you won't work, you won't eat. Um, I've always grown up that way. If you don't work, um, 
if you don't work, no food, no nothing. Now, I want you to keep in mind he's not talking about those who cannot work. There are some people that just cannot because of, of disability or sickness. Um, he's talking about people that are unwilling to work. And it's one of the things in American culture that's really got a hold of American culture. And we're thousands of people. Remember, we had the, the great resignation, I think it was, um, the silent quit or the silent, I can't remember what they call it now. Because there's, you know, here's the thing. Uh, too many people want the money. They want the goods. They want everything. But they want somebody to give them something, but they're not willing to work with their hands to get it. Right? Um, I want to say something, right? I, I want you to know that this world doesn't owe us anything. The government doesn't owe us anything. We should not... We should not live a life thinking that the government owes us something. Um, it's amazing. It's an amazing thing. People are, are talking about rights. And so, so what are my rights? I demand this. I'm supposed to get this. I'm supposed to get that. Um, th I think that's one of the reasons why the, the government's budget has been in such a deficit for so many years. We've been paying and, and paying and paying. And, you know, even during COVID, that all that money that went out. Um, but if we went by the teachings, then, you know, some of the, some of the folks that decided that they were not going to work or unwilling to work, um, that they, according to the Bible, they, you know, they would get hungry enough to want to then go and work. Right? So, you know, it's interesting when you, when you talk to folks, and have you ever met somebody that, that's lazy or that, that kind of drags their feet in their job, right? <clears throat> There's a fellow that, uh, that knocked on the back door of a man's house and said, have you got anything to eat? And this man believed in worth, work ethic also. He looked out in the backyard and said to the man, you see that pile of wood? The lover said, uh, you, you, you saw me see it, but you're not going to see me saw it. <laughs> This would solve a lot of problems, I think, right? Uh, this would solve a lot of problems. We're there to work. And if, if we don't work, we've, we can be lazy. And, if we're not, and we can't be lazy. The Bible commands work. Um, you know, you can overwork. I've done that before. You can be a workaholic. I tend to be that way. I try not to. And, and there is that temptation to do that. But there's a lot of folks clearly on the other end. And we need to not be lazy. Amen? Amen. Well, there you go. There's our lesson for today. Uh, yesterday was kind of a, a mess at our church. We, <laughs> we, uh, we had uh, some positive COVID tests in some of our family members' homes. Um, and, uh, had, uh, had one in mind. I'm not, I've tested negative three days in a row. So, you know, I'm, I'm doing cool and copacetic, but yesterday we decided to try to do online and, uh, and caution, and caution people if they wanted to still come into the building, that's fine. No problem. 
And uh, boy, we had all kinds of problems with the sound. We had all kinds of problems with everything. So um, it was uh, it, it was a rough day yesterday. I'm still trying to get my head straight again after yesterday. So uh, my apologies if today seemed a little discombobulated, uh, but uh, we'll be back on track hopefully very soon. Uh, so good. Good to see everybody today. I hope you have a good day today. Be safe in all that you do. Hey, know this pastor loves you, but know Jesus loves you most. And most importantly, friends, we've got to share the gospel of Jesus Christ with those around us. Amen. Amen. Lord willing, I'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye for now.